0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to On Podcast, the On Microsoft podcast, the only podcast for On Microsoft where we talk about Microsoft things on a podcast. <laughs> uh, I think I'm getting pretty good at that. Uh, we want to welcome everybody here today. We got a jam-packed podcast full of Windows stuff. So for all you Windows fans, this is uh, one for you guys, uh, Xbox fans. You guys can come back next week. I'm just kidding. Everybody, <laughs> everybody listen. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll let you start kind of going down the, the run through. So our first topic
1: is one that I've been looking forward to or maybe not looking forward to because it's such a small thing or maybe even such a big thing, depending <laughs> on how you look at it and depending on how we're ordering our podcast today, which is the Windows 10 May 2021 update, getting ready for final release. Uh, Microsoft uh, just made it official that the final Windows 10 20. Windows 10 May 2021 update build is is official and is rolling out now to Windows Insiders. So yeah, that's our first topic, and we'll just run through what's new and what's changed in this uh, release really quickly. And then I know you're always talking about Sun Valley, and here we have it. We finally had some hints of Sun Valley.
0: Yeah, uh, we have some hints of Sun Valley that... Nobody saw, so (laughs) we're going to talk about it and uh, get you guys up to speed on it. So that's one thing. And then the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, Microsoft earnings. Uh, And in doing so, we're probably going to talk about the industry. Uh, We're going to talk about the competition. Apple did amazing. Amazon did amazing. Facebook did relatively amazing. Everyone did amazing in the tech world uh, despite a pandemic. So it seems like when people go indoors, everyone makes money.
1: (laughs) And uh, Microsoft posted some new numbers on Windows 10 as well as Teams that relate to that earnings that we'll discuss as well.
0: Exactly. And then uh, we have our Fast Recap, Uh, and I'll let you kind of run through some of those things.
1: So Fast Recap is a new segment this week because there was a lot that happened this week, and we don't want to sit here for three hours talking about Microsoft, even though I know you, you probably love hearing us, but... There's a bunch of big Microsoft news topics that happened this week that we'll just speed through. Uh, Microsoft had another acquisition. There's some changes coming to the way developers make money on the Microsoft Store. There was some Jedi contract news, which I know you've been keeping up with, and then also some Office 365 news and some new fonts.
0: Yeah. uh, So just like as quickly as you read those, we're trying to get you guys through the news (laughs) so you guys can go about the rest of your day. Super intelligent. and Impress your friends during uh, water cooler conversations. Uh, Then we also have uh, our favorite section, which is basically the end of the podcast where we get to talk about all the things that should be happening next week.
1: Yeah, and for that, uh, Bill 2021 registration finally opened up, and then there's also a new Surface Laptop 4 ad making the rounds on TV and social media, which uh, we want to get into. And then I got another, because we're always talking about hardware on the week ahead, we got another piece of hardware to review, which is this uh, GameSir X2 Bluetooth mobile gaming controller. For xCloud and Stadia and other mobile gaming services, which uh, I'm just gonna get into really quickly.
0: Yeah, uh, and then I also have a ton of hardware, which uh, it, everyone just keeps <laughs> sending laptops. It's crazy. I am so backed up. Uh, but we should have some of those reviews coming out soon. Uh, and I may actually do, uh, you know, touch upon it, each re- each of those reviews, uh, Xbox or xCloud gaming, because hey, I'm gonna try it on every laptop now.
1: So uh, let's get started here with the Windows 10 May 2021 update, otherwise known as 21H1. Ooh, that, yes. that's really that's really a mouthful, right?
0: Yeah, we got to get better at these names. <laughs> I, I want to go back to just spring, fall updates, which in essence, this is what uh, we're getting with the 2021 update 20H1 uh, release. Uh, <laughs> we're getting closer to the public pre- uh, release of Windows 10 uh, version 21H1, which we officially named uh, the May 2020 update. So, uh, but
1: 2020
0: it happens one, in 2021 update. 2020. <laughs> I'm so used to 2020 now uh, and I want to get away from that year. Uh, The 2021 update Microsoft just announced that the 21 H1 build 19043.928 which was released on April 13th uh, should be the final build for May for the May 2021 update and it's available to download as an ISO uh, as of last week. I think it is. I mean you can get it today basically. Uh, for windows insiders in the release preview who uh, have yet to install windows 10 version 21 h1 the next windows 10 release uh, is now available as an option uh, an optional update for seekers in the windows update store so go ahead.
1: yeah and um as we've been complaining and whining about the past uh, few few months and probably even the last two years where microsoft has a small update in the spring and then i guess you could consider it a major update in the fall Um, But uh, 21H1, otherwise known as the May 2021 update, is not going to be a major release uh, for most people, uh, that is. Um, It's rumored that this update is setting the stages for Sun Valley, which we'll get into next. And as a result, you're not going to find anything major in the May 2021 update. Uh, Microsoft last noted when they announced 21H1 I think it was back in February, that it's just going to come with a scoped set of features to improve security, remote access, and the overall quality of Windows. I believe one of the newest features is multi-camera support for Windows Hello and some otherwise uh, performance improvements for Windows Defender Application Guard. I mean, that's the two biggest things if you're looking forward to downloading the May 20. 21 update i keep getting so tied up when it's not rolling off my tongue there's,
0: there's too so. many 20s in there and h's and ones. <laughs> uh but i do wonder if this uh how the multi-camera support for hello. windows hello goes into effect i wonder if this will help retroactively support uh windows hello on devices people already own so you don't have to go buy a new surface anything like that so if you have um a sophisticated enough i don't know maybe 1080 or hd cam that you can kind of get windows solo jerry rigged on there um so we'll see how they do this or if they you know or if they just open it up for more camera options in the future uh so we'll see how they roll that out
1: as far as timing when it comes to again we're saying it's getting close to release but we don't know when everyone will be able to download it right now it's only for release preview insiders but Release preview is the safest branch of the insider program. And if you want to opt your PC into it and download the 21H1 update right away, it's not gonna, as our friend Cody would loves to say, make your PC explode. It's just uh it's it's solid. There's no real bugs in it. But yeah, if you're looking forward to not enrolling your PC in the insider program to get it. We're uh, we're thinking it might come out on patch Tuesday, which is uh, May 11th, because right now these updates aren't major. They're not like they were before where it's a full-on operating system update. It's just being delivered through Windows Update as a general security patch. And security patches come on the first Tuesday of each month, which this month happens to be on May 11th. So maybe that's when you could expect it if you're not a Windows Insider.
0: Yeah, uh, that is a possibility. Uh, And again, this is a Windows update, so for those of you who have done this before or gone around this uh, merry-go-round, just wait. Maybe even wait till June, because who knows? This could be one of the situations (laughs) where the May update comes out in full force and fully functional number. Who knows?
1: But that said, um, I keep mentioning how the May 2021 update is setting the stage for Sun Valley, but we finally saw some hints of Sun Valley, even though it's hidden away in the Insider builds, right?
0: Yeah. um, We got to see major hints of this redesign and the latest Windows Insider builds. Uh, One of the software uh, engineers has done some tweaking to expose uh, what could end up becoming uh, Windows 10 Sun Valley's floating uh, taskbar menu. Uh, Now, I don't recall in our piece if we got uh, renders or if we got concepts because this is just code, so to speak, right now.
1: He he said that it was hidden away in the, I, I forgot what program it was, but I think it is the, v- the VS Code Windows Shell Experience. There you go. And he tweaked like a bunch of numbers or something and he got it to appear. <laughs> and he actually had the uh, screenshots of how it looks. Okay, and, so we did get a screenshot. I'll have it up on the screen um, while as we're talking here. And it, okay. it, it, it looks pretty nice. I, I'm not sure... I played with 10X, and it looks a lot like what you get in 10X, but I don't know what you think. I know you're always critical.
0: Uh, I mean, the Windows the taskbar is probably one of the most important functions next to the File Explorer. Right. So it's going to be crucial how they implement this. Uh, I know that we're uh, just recently talking about news and weather and how it's kind of uh, chunking up the taskbar. We also have a ton of extra icons, like the uh, uh, writing experience, the keyboard, you know, your Wi-Fi, your audio, things like that. So um, while it's cool to kind of see it, you know, hover in the middle or wherever you're going to place it, um, how they do icons and what their jump list looks like is super important. So I'm more interested in that than just knowing that it's around. And again, I don't even know if that's going to be if that's just code to test Windows 10X versus what's actually going to be in Sun Valley.
1: Either way, I think it's pretty beautiful because right now the the jump menus in the taskbar are kind of glued to the icon that you're clicking. So in this uh, change, presumably it's going to come eventually because, I mean, it is hidden in the code and it's just not activated yet. But presumably when it does come, it it will look pretty nice because you you'll have a little space between the menu it's not going to be glued to the taskbar itself and guess what rounded corners
0: <laughs> yeah we are all about rounded corners the uh, old metro is is dying uh, at death by a thousand cuts with all these rounded corners uh, which again I'm, I'm I'm all for it seems like uh rounded corners are kind of the universal language on on Almost every platform, uh, iOS has it. Android is going. I think Android is actually, you know, gone That's OD cool, on the rounded corners. They <laughs> yeah, yeah. they rounded everything to where now it's just, uh, uh, you know, rounded rectangles versus you know anything else. Uh, so again, I'm cool with the rounded corners. Uh, I am interested to see if they're testing this functionality with touch because you know we, as much as I you know think the desktop could use a visual overhaul. Over overhaul, I think there needs to be a touch overhaul that needs to be considered uh, if you're going to stick with this uh, uh, touchscreen dynamic and allow, you know, foldables or, you know, your convertibles that fold into tablets. And if we're not going to make any new Windows tablets to kind of compete with the Samsung or or the iPad in in those direct head-to-heads, then this new hybrid needs to be Touch focus and um, and when you said you know when we said we talked about how the jump menus are glued to the icon so you know it's a kinetic touch if I touch the icon right. jump menu shows up I wonder how that dynamic works when it's no longer connected to that and you need to like slide from icon icon or anything like that it's just, I'm wondering if they're considering all these things with this new taskbar.
1: But they do seem to be bringing more of a 10X into regular Windows 10. I mean, the icons were one thing. We talked about that a couple of months ago. And the same um, coder who exposed the jump list in Windows 10 he, from Sun Valley that is, he also found that they're considering putting that little pill bar menu thing where you slide it slide it down and slide it up like how it is in Windows 10X in actual Windows 10. There's also a piece of code there to activate that as well where it goes inside the action center menu in the corner. So it is. it does look like they're setting the stones. We're slowly getting there to morphing Windows 10X with Windows 10.
0: Uh, and- that's my fear is that we're slowly getting there. I mean, we do, I mean, technically speaking, I know that they've only hinted at Sun Valley, but there is a timeline that's in place if they're going to get it out by 20, the end of this year. Uh, so they have a few months. We've only seen code. Like, I, they should be, we should be testing this stuff. Like, we should be all saying like, oh, this is great. This is great direction uh, versus like, you know, the old Sanofsky days where it's like, oh, here it is. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, it's Windows 8.
1: But but still, this is the first time that we've actually seen live code elements of Windows 10 Sun Valley inside an active Windows Insider build, even though it's hidden. Yeah. So, again, it, it is a big deal to see this out there in the wild, even though you need to tweak with it to get it up and running. Because this is the first time, other than the mockups that we've seen that uh, Windows Central and Zach Bowden had, did he just drew that up. Based off what he thinks it will look like, but now we actually know perhaps what it will look like.
0: Yeah, uh, and I give him the applause for that. I, I'm going to try and stay optimistic uh, and say like, you know, kudos to that. Let's just get some more. Like, you know, maybe the next uh, update we get, uh, next insider build, we'll even have even more code he can play through.
1: So why don't you get us now into Microsoft earnings because we do know that 10x is going to be like their big money earner, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, let's get into some more actual substantial things people so can actually uh, play with if, if you're an investor. Uh, if you're hit, an investor hit, the,
1: hit the highlights first and tell people what yeah. they want to know about Windows 10 and Teams and the momentum that yeah. Microsoft is seeing.
0: And again, I was going to say, even if you're an investor, these numbers are amazing. Uh, Windows 10 hit 1.3 billion active devices. uh, And that's, again, it's up from a billion last year. So they added the 0.3. And again, this is during the pandemic uh, where most of their sales actually surprisingly came from consumers, uh, not the enterprise. Uh, I know that uh, normally, you know, you would have your business buy your licenses and you distribute them there. Uh, these are people, a lot of these numbers are coming from people buying new, new PCs. Uh, so their own non-OEM uh, revenue was up, I think, about 40% in this quarter, obviously, than the last quarter. Now, with that being said, that was because we didn't have PCs. Going on to the next number, though, uh, this is probably an even more impressive one, is that um, Microsoft Teams added, uh, a hun- their, I think they topped 145 million daily active uh, users. Uh, and even when we did the math, uh, it, it goes out to roughly about 10 million, 10 million. per month. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's up from last quarter. Uh, and it's pretty amazing uh, numbers, especially, again, when you are in such a stacked competitive uh, industry where Zoom, uh, right. Slack uh, are all vying for the same attention, the same sort of eyeballs uh, that they were able to grow this amount. Uh, so it's, you know, as much as we see all these uh, anecdotal stories of people saying they hate teams. They wish that their te- you know, their offices would go to Slack, stuff like that. <laughs> they're, still, they're still gaining seats, amazingly, and at a pretty good clip. Uh, we haven't seen numbers, I don't believe, released from Zoom uh, or Slack uh, recently. I don't know if they've – I don't think they've done the earnings just yet, but we'll see if they have some numbers to follow that. Uh, getting into sort of the nitty-gritty, right, to get too into this because this isn't a uh, – uh, Financial podcast <laughs> um, but Microsoft uh, reported revenues of forty one point seven billion with a net of fifteen point five billion for the quarter um so again, for the three months uh following the holiday season um and again, January tends to be a, a pretty good month for anybody that sells hardware or any, any type of product that can be purchased because yep. December is your Christmas month uh, coming off of your-
1: Black Friday and all the holiday shopping
0: exactly. Uh, they're also, uh, their initial report represents a 90% revenue gain year over year uh, for, uh, in this particular quarter these particular three months. Uh, so again, um, going and a lot of these numbers from last year, almost pre-pandemic, uh, you know, things were still going at a pretty decent rate before, I think, March 9th or whatever, when everything's kind of shut down here in the U.S. Um, while the PC market uh, was kind of held back, uh, they're gonna be held back by uh, chip shortages. Microsoft is still pretty confident uh, that the cloud is going to still be going uh, pretty strong. And uh, there's rumor within the industry that they could potentially uh, beat Amazon if they continue at the steady pace. Again, there's a lot of moving that's parts and factors here. a
1: far away away.
0: I mean, it's in the next 90 days, we'll see how this works out for them. But again, at the rate that they're going, uh, this again, this is revenue, not actual seats or participants. So the money that they're making, the deals that they're signing, the contracts that they're uh, accumulating, uh, that's all tied into these revenues. So they could be getting bigger deals. And again, this, uh, I don't know if they've bundled in the numbers for their most recent contract with the US Army for the VR headsets and things like that, but that's, and depending on how those numbers even out for the next 10 years, they may lump those in each quarter and that boosts them as well. But again, uh, with chip shortages, they did mention um, one of their sections, uh, which was down for the quarter uh, was surface revenue. Uh, you know, They'd come off a, a pretty impressive 2 billion, I believe last quarter, they were down to, uh, I think it was 1. Uh, 1. 1.2 or 1.5, 1. 1.5, 5, 1. 5, I think it was. Uh, so, and they're also during the investors call, uh, talking about how it's going to be kind of a tough road going forward for them to maintain these numbers. Now, again, they're not, you know, it's not like the business is going to fall off a cliff for anytime soon, uh, but to maintain the, you know, close to $2 billion, uh, trajectory that they were on, uh, one because of chip supply shortages, they also use a lot of custom, uh, Parts uh, and those are going to be short uh, supply uh, because manufacturing processes are uh, tough for everybody. Materials are hard to come by. Uh, it's just it's going to be a lull, a lurch for a lot of people, a lot of companies uh, in the next few months, even though demand is still there. What uh, about
1: what about Xbox? Did they talk about Xbox yeah, revenue?
0: Of course, uh, Xbox revenue represented a two hundred thirty-two percent gain over last quarter. And for those, you know, hardcore Xbox fanboys, it's not because people just love the Xbox. I mean, granted, part of it is. But you got to remember this time last year, the Xbox Series X wasn't around. Uh, it was hard to come by. Uh, it it would have been hard to come by starting, I think. When did they start selling that? In November-ish. Yeah. November-ish. So uh, when you have only these Xbox Series S selling at this time, obviously, now that we have next-gen consoles, there's a huge demand for it. We don't know. Um, what their monthly is. I know Sony had a uh, gangbuster quarter, and uh, I think they said they had sold, uh, they were selling about a million a, a month or something close to that. Um, Xbox has hinted that they are on pace to set, do what they did last generation, so uh, they could be, sh- you know, six hundred to 700000 uh, a month behind um, Sony uh, to get, you know, to get where they were relatively at. Uh, again, part of this is, supply the other part is just uh demand i mean there's right. no real games for either of the consoles right now i think sony's selling off of its goodwill uh but um going forward uh, with game pass another thing which was another highlight for microsoft uh, i think they said that that was uh, let me see they don't,
1: they don't. directly report Xbox sales, right? It's just generally speaking, content the and enti- services entire division.
0: Yeah. But they did mention that content and services group at 34%. All right. Uh, and the hardware was the 20, 232%. So they broke out that they didn't. Again, they didn't break out between Live and Ultimate and all that stuff. But if you know, we're assuming that uh, they're phasing out Live and rolling it into uh, the Game Pass. That's 34%. It was hugely that. Uh, so again, uh, Xbox is doing really well after having a few uh, years of not doing as well. Uh, it seems like they finally got Xbox on track to do well. Windows, like I said, it was did well. Uh, surprisingly, the non-OEM stuff, uh, OEM stuff was down slightly. And again, this is all pandemic related. Uh, Microsoft, again, they had a ton of uh, warnings and future forecasts to kind of look out for, and you'd have to read that in my piece, but uh, with all things being equal, uh, cloud's going to be big for them. Surface is getting predictably going to be down, um, regardless of a Surface Pro X or even a Surface Duo, anything like that. Uh, Windows is maintaining, uh, and it's on the strength of PCs at the moment. And I believe, and, and Office 365 is doing pretty amazing. Azure again, uh, and keep an eye out for the next 90 days to see if they actually do surpass Amazon. And if they do, you can expect them to jump right into that 2 trillion. Uh, category right next to apple which i believe apple stands alone at the moment but they are edging close to it Uh, after hearing these numbers for whatever reason their stock took a hit i'm assuming because people were selling off stuff because they had made a (laughs) quick buck on it Uh, but i do you know we're expecting it to rebound uh and continue upwards so again if you're an investor with roughly 250 bucks or something like that to start buying stock now would be a good time to start getting into that again
1: I think it was Time Magazine that called uh, Microsoft a titan in the industry for being able to um, grow their stock by 50% despite the pandemic. So do you see Microsoft making even more money going forward, even though um, consumer stuff might go go down? Like Xbox might not sell because of the, the shortages, and Surface might not sell because of the chip shortages. But of course, Teams and Azure and Cloud is what, is driving their momentum. So do you think it's only going to get bigger for Microsoft heading into the next quarter?
0: Yes, definitely. Um, and, you know, again, we are all fans of, of the tangible stuff like the hardware yeah. and all the consumer things that we can kind of you know, tie directly into our own investments with the company. But these are all just so far see uh, on the cake for Microsoft. Azure is still uh, gaining uh, and with the pandemic, and even with uh, people coming out of the pandemic and doing hybrid work from home, uh, work from, you know, off-premises kind of things, uh, the, Microsoft is uniquely positioned because they do, they focus a lot of investment in the hybrid solutions mm-hmm. versus AWS, which is more your cloud only. Uh, they are uniquely positioned to kind of take advantage of this slow march back to a new normal workspace. You know half the people in the office are now working from home at designated times or for extended periods of time, and the other half in the office versus uh, you know back during the height of the pandemic where everyone was at home uh so yeah they are they're gonna do great uh, even with heart you know even if Xbox decides to fall off a cliff for whatever reason <laughs> uh it's it's you know the reason why I think Times gave them that mark is because they were one of the most diverse right. uh, portfolios for a single company, you know they have hardware they have software they have the cloud and um furthermore they also have uh the office which is you know again their teams has become its own platform and i would assume you know maybe five years from now we'll talk about teams the same way we talk about office 365 in general it won't just be oh here's the one app it'll be like oh are you on teams and do you have x number of features with it you know just like we list office and we say oh it's word it's excel it's powerpoint it's uh access it's publisher um we'll say the same thing about teams it's you know what is the learning one that they just did
1: viva viva
0: it'll be viva it'll be uh you know other forms that you uh telecast broadcasting and things like that it'll be all it'll be broken out in its own thing and that's what they're working quickly towards
1: uh, well, that said, that was a nice recap of the things that mattered about the money Microsoft is making. But now we'll go on to our fast recap because that Microsoft is acquiring, uh, I'll put like uh, 10 minutes on, not, let's say eight minutes on the screen here for us to get through these big four topics. Eight on that- the clock. <laughs> but uh, let's get into the first topic, which is Microsoft acquiring the flat car maker Kin- Kinvlock or Kinvlock. I don't know what this is, but uh, maybe you could get into it for me.
0: To be honest with uh, you, I'm going to open it up just now. Uh, I'm going to also stall by saying that Microsoft has, uh, as you just said, they have 15.5 billion to play with just for the quarter. Uh, who knows what they've invested for the year? So we expect to see some more big purchases, uh, and this is part of the reason why we said that they're being diverse. Uh, again, reading the post that we had, uh, they announced that it is formally acquired kenov no. lock kenov we're,
1: we're saying it wrong.
0: <laughs> oh huge and for our berlin fans please correct us give us the phonetic spelling uh, it's a berlin-based creator and distributor of flat car container linux an enterprise-grade open cloud native stack um, and again this is we got this information from uh, zenit when it first broke uh the amount that we that they were purchased for is undisclosed Um uh, we don't know how this deal is going to work out if it's going to work in stock uh, some sort of buyback or just full cash and yeah, they have it on hand. Um, what is specifically going to be happening or at least was released in the press release, is that uh, I believe it's can the K company <laughs> is excited or Microsoft is excited to bring the K team and the technologies to Microsoft that look forward to uh, to their contributions to bring Azure uh, and their customers together for an open source community. So this seems like another tool uh, that uh, could probably benefit their GitHub uh, and benefit anybody who is already using Linux. Uh, And this is part of the reason why they brought the Linux uh, subset to Windows as well, to just make that transition easier. So uh, for Linux fans um, who were contemplating using Azure, I'm sure they're going to roll this in. Um, And until I have more information about it, I'm going to stop talking about (laughs) it because I'm not fully in depth about it. But again, just keep an eye on it for anybody who is a GitHub Linux, uh, user uh and investing in the cloud or uh, on-premise solutions soon
1: all right now go get mm.
0: into the
1: jedi contracting which i know you've been following
0: jedi i do know a lot about actually uh, and we got uh a- a- amazon got uh, effectively a win last week when a judge decided to uh, dismiss uh microsoft and the dod's dismissal of the complaint essentially uh, Microsoft and DOD said, you know, there's not enough evidence here to go forward with AWS's complaint that there was uh, bias and, uh, and an interference in the adjudication of the JEDI contract. Um, Amazon has been long claiming that uh, Trump and his administration uh, put unduly pressure uh, and forced basically the DOD to select uh, Microsoft. They've also claimed that Microsoft, and this is part of, I guess, a personal jab, is that they offer a very inferior product at a higher cost that AWS is the obvious clear winner and that uh, now that the judge will now take up the actual complaint, they will look into it. Um, It relies, you know, what this basically says and what a lot of uh, legal analysts are saying is that, uh, obviously there's enough meat on their case to look into this. Uh, Now going forward, we don't know exactly how this will play out because uh, this has been looked at and awarded back to Microsoft twice before. So uh, a third time would obviously probably put the, close the door on this if it is the third time. If not, um, it would probably force the DoD to re- redo this whole evaluation now. Um, the DoDs also stressed that, uh, you know, they're a year and a half out now since they've awarded this, and re- they would like to obviously get the infrastructure and their cloud back up to the cloud and secure. They're waiting on this. Um, and this is supposed to be a 10 year project, so they're saying that, you know, if they have any more delays, if the judge does find something and they have to start over again, they may just be done with the Jedi contract altogether and probably piecemeal the solution. So Microsoft or Amazon may not get any of this uh, if that's going forward. That, that is all to say that both Microsoft and Amazon already have contracts uh, and they already, they already have uh, working relationships with the DoD. So, um, you know we could potentially see this $10 billion go up in the smoke and Amazon gets <laughs> oh. a wish, so to speak, while Microsoft uh, will still have their army contract, which they just recently got, and it could be uh, beneficial to them of almost up to $21.5 billion. So while Amazon's complaining about this $10 billion contract, Microsoft went around and got a potentially $20 billion contract uh, for uh, creating HoloLens technology.
1: Well, will well. keep an eye on it. Well said. Uh, I think time's mm-hmm. running low, so I'm still on the clock here, speeding yeah. through it. How but the the third, uh, like four minutes, probably. Uh, this is good. We're good. <laughs> the, the third topic is the Windows 10 Microsoft Store reducing its cut on game sales to 12%. This has long been a complaint. I mean, just look what happened with Apple and Epic Games. Um, but now Microsoft is said it will reduce its cut on game sales on the Windows 10 store to just 12%, which is what Epic has been doing since the launch of the Epic Game Store on Windows and Mac OS. Um, head of Xbox Game Studios, Matt Booty, announced the news in a long blog post, and which mentioned Microsoft's commitment to PC gaming. The new Microsoft Store uh, terms for PC de- game developers is a huge deal uh, because it will be interesting to to see if the 12% cut could become a new standard across the industry. Um, basically, it's putting more money into developers' pockets, which is what is important because you want to uh, encourage app and game development on Windows 10 itself.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm interested in um, how this works out for Microsoft Store in general. I wonder because you know we were just talking last week about how they are poised to consolidate the Microsoft Store, so. Uh, if it's just an idea to get developers to put their uh, to forego their own websites and start putting marketing and advertising into the Microsoft store uh, to get those Win32 apps as well uh, you know they can't really charge people uh, who used to you know make hundred percent of their profit from their own websites now to say oh here's thirty percent to put your dot app into the store so now it's fifteen percent and let us do some of the heavy lifting so I wonder if that, is you know this idea expanded
1: and this rule will not apply to xbox game developers it's only for third-party developers so again it's encouraging the smarter guys to come up there and publish games in the microsoft store but that said now our final one um topic which fast topic is microsoft asking office users to choose the new default font to replace calibri um There was a blog post about it which went through all five of these fonts, and they're all modern takes on sans-serif and these old, boring, old-school fonts which have been present in office since, I think, 2007. So Microsoft needs your help in picking one. Uh, You could download the fonts now, and I'll have previews of it on the screen if you want to decide right here, right now on the podcast, but they're picking new fonts and they need your help to replace Calibri in office 365
0: yeah uh, that's basically the story um, <laughs> I've chosen Skina because it just sounds cool to be honest with you all these fonts like you said are just modern takes a sense error they're with very subtle uh, changes and just to keep this in mind this isn't just for office this will be throughout all the windows all, so. yep. If you're a person who has issues, like the kind of people who don't like to get tattoos because you don't want to see a permanent change, think very hard because this could be on your Windows uh, screen for the next five to ten years.
1: And I think we made it like in eight minutes or less. So, uh, congrats oh. on us. Uh, this was a trial of our first new because we're <laughs> always trying new things on the podcast. Yes, so we, we tried are. this fast recap thing. But now let's go back to week ahead, which is what we do every week here at On Microsoft.
0: Yeah, we'll take the next hour to talk about that. No, i just
1: <laughs> uh, Bill 2021 is coming up. Uh, what do you have to say about Bill 2021 registration opening up?
0: Uh, I registered, and based on rumors and, and discussions that I'm having internally on Twitter with other people, uh, it could be a sort of boring bill. Bill? Uh, yeah. Uh, the first bill that I've actually officially registered for, and, and it's going to be the boring one. Uh, and I say that with all due respect because it is informative for developers i'm not a developer this is why i say that but for any developer who's interested in office who's interested in azure who's interested in ai iot uh all those kind of things i believe this is going to be heavy on that i also believe that they're going to save all the windows stuff for a separate event uh, right. i think i forget what they're calling those events the breakout like what's next i think what's it is next? Yep. Yep. the west next series uh there could be one that happens uh prior to build or just shortly after build where we might get in some information about uh sun valley about the microsoft store um about uh how it's gonna time in the gaming browser information stuff like that i believe is for the next one so with that being said developers who are interested in all of the good stuff that makes microsoft money This should be a great build for you, uh, for all you Windows people. We'll see you at the what's next.
1: (laughs) And um, speaking of making money, uh, Microsoft loves ads and they put out a new Surface Laptop 4 ad, which um, again, kind of a little bit controversial like I love saying for every time I see one of these new ads, it's controversial for me because they're always slamming the MacBook Pro or the MacBook Air or the (laughs) MacBook in some way or another. But in this yeah. new Surface Laptop 4 ad, the team from the other ads about the um, Surface Pro and the and, – oh, what was the other one? The Surface Pro and the they, – they had a different ad uh, before, but yeah.
0: I think it was just the Surface Pro. and He was comparing it to like the iPad and then he was comparing it to the oh, MacBook. Yeah,
1: there, there you go, yeah. They compared it to the iPad and the MacBook and now they're just they're not directly comparing it, but the new ad, it's subtly comparing it to the MacBook, where he has his sister, and then they're now he the sister's like, Oh, do you need a dongle? And then she's like, Oh, it doesn't have a touch screen and then they're like they're comparing it subtly to the MacBook Pro again. And I'm actually surprised that they actually had this ad come out like just two weeks after the laptop four launched.
0: Yeah, it's um it's timing, and again, I uh, I'm trying to as I get older look at the a whole thing from a thirty thousand foot view because I you know we see it as like you know Satya know is probably going down and giving them a script of what to say, and it's that one to one ratio when it's not. Uh, Microsoft hires a bunch of marketing companies, and they all have different marketing goals and expectations. Uh, this one is obviously catered towards a younger crowd. Uh, they have you know nice, brightly colors. They have uh, you know this. You know popish music in the background uh i am not a fan of these ones in particular because yeah, i feel like too. they are yeah, they're, they're painting themselves know. into a corner especially uh with the rumored macbook coming up with a ton of new ports it's got the m1 processor which makes it a really great laptop it's got tons of battery which microsoft doesn't hint at in these so whoever this marketing company is i think they're doing a a, a good job trying to aim at this audience uh it's not for me it's not for you know a lot of people you know we always question in our industry who's this, who's this Audience for, but they are doing a series of Surface, in general ads the made by uh, or designed by Design Surface, ones, of, yep. which I feel are more, I guess, first lack of a better term, classy. I, I really enjoy those because it's not about selling the device uh, in a one to one in a one to one comparison. I don't think people are going necessarily out saying like, "Oh, here's a MacBook and here's a Surface Pro." It's you know, I like Windows because of these things. It makes me be this creative and on this device this is how creative i can be with it and i feel like that should be done for everybody samsung for apple you know these are the devices i like using this is why i like using it and let the people make that decision so kudos to the surface <laughs> this surface laptop 4 team i like the idea but i do like the des- you know designed by ones a little better
1: and that said the final thing for a week ahead is an upcoming review i have for the game sir x2 bluetooth mobile gaming controller again Another mouthful of a name for a product, you, just,
0: but... you get the word salad ones, don't you?
1: <laughs> but it is a, a Bluetooth uh, mobile controller for the um, for X Cloud and Stadia, where you pull it. I wish I had actually bought it with me and first. <laughs> but it is upstairs, ne- sitting next to my Xbox. But I'll have the where things. It's, where it should be? It's a. Uh, it's uh, I'll have the images on the screen, but you basically, it's like a Nintendo Switch where you have the joysticks on the two sides, and you get to pull it and then put your phone in the middle and then connect it via Bluetooth to to play both xCloud and Stadia and even Apple Arcade games. It works on Android and iOS, so it's multi-platform, and it has a USB-C charging port, and it feels really premium, and it's a very nice controller, and I'm looking forward to my doing a full review of it next week.
0: Okay, and like you said, I have list of I'm not even gonna name them cuz I don't want to promise anybody <laughs> anything but I have some Lenovo's to review uh we should like I said hopefully we'll be getting our surface in to kind of put pit against all of these I, I think going forward this will be my like standard like surface versus this surface versus that uh, question be, do
1: you want an AMD surface or do you want an Intel surface
0: laptop to be honest with you, looking at some of the reviews that are currently at, I would say the Intel one. It seems like AMD cuts the corners in order to get the battery life, which is great, you know, um, uh, if you're if you're getting ready to travel. But they do a lot of throttling, so I feel like I'm not going to get the full performance, uh, and it, it'll be kind of a, a letdown for all the people who are reviewing other devices that do obviously provide performance to be like, oh, well, the Surface Four lost again. Oh. <laughs> but that's what I'm hoping for. We'll see. You know, you get what you get. And as my, my two my three year old told no, my four year old told my three year old, you get what you get and that's it. So
1: <laughs> that is a very good quote.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, uh I think that, that about does it for now. And I'll leave you for the traditional outro because we I think we forgot to uh say our Twitter names at the start of the show.
0: We did because we saved it for the end. This is why I keep <laughs> up for listen. Uh, I am Mindhead One uh on Twitter. Uh you are Avac yeah, uh, if you have any complaints, comments, questions, would like to even be on here as a guest, uh, you know, talk about 15-20 minutes about the things you like about Microsoft, or you want to com- complain on, on video, uh, reach us at Twitter. Uh, you can also reach us on the website. We also have our emails there too. Uh, you can also uh, go to on Microsoft on Twitter. Again, this is for anybody who doesn't have time to read the full articles on our website, but you know, or just a, a, you're traversing Twitter. That's where you can get all of our uh, you know, information on giveaways, information on all of the things that we talk about, you even get the links to our podcast and previous ones as well. So, again, it's a great resource for information for on, uh, on Microsoft. Mm-hmm.
1: Too many odds and too many Microsofts for one day.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, everyone. Uh, thanks for watching and see you again soon. Same place, same time.
0: Yeah, again, uh, everyone, if you're still wearing a mask, do so. Get vaccinated if you can so we can all go outside and have a great summer this year and uh, realize that it's too hot to go back inside to play our Xboxes.
1: (laughs) All right, everyone. Take care.
0: Bye.